there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him Jaws. Hi, I'm the shark from Jaws. You know, the big fish that just love to eat folk, bite off limbs and basically terrorize the coastline of Amity Island. Anyway, that was then and this is now. And now what I like to do now is drink wine now. And now is exactly when I can get my wine when I use the Drop Wine app. If by now, you mean within the hour, now. Now, I don't swim around eating teenagers and biting boats now. Now, I sip on a lovely bottle from the lovingly created list of wines on the Drop app. I first heard about the Drop Wine app, not now, a while ago on the Kitchen Is On Fire podcast. They told me that if I used the promo code Kitchen On Fire now, by now, I mean when I first used the app now, they give me £10 off my first order right now. But then, as I explained, you should do the same now, right now. The Drop Wine app has turned my whole life around. People used to swim away from me in terror, but now they wave and say, hey Jaws, what's happening? And I say, what's happening when? Now, right now, or well, now I'm drinking wine from Drop. You should drink some too, right now. Please drink responsibly, now and then and always. Mimicking his movements from my cage and learning the ancient art of ninjutsu. Ketchup. Ah, that is depraved. You said Ving Rhames. Is it Ving Rhames or Ving Rhames? I've always assumed Rhames because it's spelt like James. It's got an H in it. Yeah. James doesn't. It's not J H A M E S. It's not really how the English language works, is it? Rhames. Right. Do you know what's a shame? That you don't understand how the English language works. Do you know what rhymes with James? Shames. <laughs> what? Do you know what <laughs> would be spelt if you took the S off shames and replaced it with an R? Shamer. <laughs> or Rames. Oh. As in Ving. Or well, Rams. Is it Ving or is it Vine? John Ram. He's a golfer. Oh no, he's R A H M. Yeah, like Dahl. Dahl. Ram and Dahl. Roll Dahl. Roll Dahl. Rolling. Rolling in the deep. Rolling in the river. Rolling avec the homies. How oh, do you know? I never connected that. Do you reckon they're connected in somewhere? Rolling in the river and rolling in the deep. Is that what she sings? Yeah. Tina Turner. Rolling. Rolling. Is that Nutbush City Limits or that's a different song? I've no idea. Yeah. My do Tina Turner knowledge is, is minimal. Slim to Slim none. Pickens. Slim Pickens. You all right? Should we say thanks to your wife? And, per- and perhaps, perhaps, um, see, it's perhaps not perhaps, make a point of, I, I wonder if listeners like... They didn't let her talk much, and they didn't even give her a mic. What a couple of pricks. Yeah. But uh, she wasn't there to be 
involved. She was a spectator, occasionally weighed in. She wasn't. Was she invited? Did we invite her? Um, we didn't. No, I don't think so. I don't know. But oh, I would. I would have her on. To be fair. We, well, we sort of did. But, yeah, uh, but officially. Yeah. But you know, that's not getting a habit of that. No, but I thought she was good value. Thanks, yeah. Abby, for weighing in on some weighty topics such as boot purchasing, laundry technique. Yeah. How is that? Any progress? I feel like after people heard that that tale last week, that, they killed themselves. That they're going to be like, oh my god, I wonder, I wonder what's happened there. I wonder if James and Rosie have sorted out their laundry really situation. Have done a big wash since then because they were away when it was discussed. And right. So I did my washing over that period, and then they came back, and I sort of left them to it. So I haven't had such a front row seat to right. the, my beautiful laundrette. Right. What do you What do you feel is is happening there? Very little. <laughs> so no progress has been made. The laundry basket stay where it ought, which has pleased me. But right. Anyway. Okay. Um, you gave me a nice seg there, James. We were discussing last week what we've been listening to, and I think I said I was listening to the band Ought, mm. um, and you just said Ought. Yeah. The laundry basket stayed where it ought, which is a wonderful beginning to a novel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was... So one of the songs from the new album by Ort, which is called Room Inside the World, I think, something like that, um, is a song and it has the line, uh, I wandered round somewhere, I can't remember where, I wandered round Spain. Tesco? No, all right. I was like a dentist rooting for pain. And I remember thinking, oh, that's quite a cool line. But now I've got really bad toothache and I wonder if somehow that song has, led, has led me into having a toothache. What do you think? I think probably more likely that there's been some catastrophe at the back of your mouth. There has, yeah. Um, and that's why you've got toothache. To be fair, I knew this day was coming. Yeah. When the guy put in the filling... He said... He said, basically, half of this tooth now is filling. It's probably not going to last. And I was like, well, I'll just put it in. That day has come. I've lost half of my tooth. Get some codeine in you. Yeah. Delicious codeine. I need some. It's not a flavourful thing, but I need some. I was talking to my brother because he had really bad problems with his teeth, and he was telling me in a kind of self-congratulatory way about how the dentist was like, "How have you survived with this level of pain? You must be in." Um, It is debilitating. Oh, for sure, yeah. But so he just dragged it out for ages, and he had all like this amazing numbing stuff that he said was that was really good. Clove oil. Yeah, and um, sort of drinking gargling with whiskey a lot. Helped as well. I'm pretty sure it's like being having a cold, though, is it's just an excuse to drink whiskey when actually I doubt it helps. But it's like an anaesthetic, isn't it? Yeah, but is it? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, as you might have noticed, or a dentist. <laughs> but I've never known a dentist to prescribe it. No, no, I'm sure a dentist wouldn't prescribe it, but back in the day, they would give you. Isn't it just your. I mean, alcohol, any alcohol is a suppressant yeah. of pain. Yeah. So it's not that necessarily the whiskey itself is numbing that area as much as like oh you just got a bit oh, of I thought buzz it did I, I genuinely it thought be. it did I don't know I, I thought it was that that was what it did you know like pirates <laughs> would <laughs> grog would would pour they'd have grog yeah they'd probably pour some grog on a wound I find myself quite torn watching Peaky Blinders between thinking oh I really want a whiskey and oh I never want to drink whiskey again they put that stuff away if you played the Peaky Blinders drinking game, you'd be Peaky Blind drunk by the end. What is the what is the game? Just drink whiskey whenever Thomas Shelby does. Oh, really? Yes. I quite like drinking whiskey. I love a whiskey. I think it's a mm. fantastic beverage. Mm. 
You like whiskey soda, don't you? Yeah, whiskey and early door as uh, a sort of aperitif. Right. Not late doors. What are we drinking today? Or are we not drinking? Yeah, yeah. I thought we'd just get uh, you know get our trousers off <laughs> metaphorically. I've got a couple of beers in the fridge and some wine, Sam. All right. But I don't want to start too early. It's a big night. Big night for JR. What's happening today, JR? Tonight, today, this evening, I'm competing in the 2018 Scotch Egg Challenge as a representative of Pigeon, Magpie and the Secret Larder. <laughs> uh, are you excited? I'm resigned to... I mean, this could be very famous last words. I'm not humiliating myself. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, there's no way I'm going to triumph. You, because people really have gone nerdy on this. And I did two tests. And they were both, oh, that's all right. I've got to say, I was impressed with your yokes. Well, I got a kicking on Instagram. Yeah, well, who was giving you a kicking? Chomka. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, who is the editor of Restaurant Magazine, to which I've just subscribed, by the way. Have you? Yeah. Do you I get thought it's t- a bit weird that we're, we are trade as of three years ago. And... I've never bought or read a trade magazine in my life. And maybe that's fine. Probably is fine. But So should I subscribe to the caterer? <laughs> no. For balance? Why not? Yeah, I read websites. Yeah. It's different, though. They're not trade websites, the ones you read. But that's fine. You, I do the boring stuff and you do the fun stuff. Such as life. <laughs> such as always been the way this operates. Um, but uh, so Stefan said, don't you bring... You fucked your egg yolk. That's like, not what, was, what was he saying was fucked with the egg yolk? That if you looked closely, on the, on the edge, it, it had, you know, it wasn't mega runny. It started to sort of oh, okay, right. um, set up, I think. Which, you know, you put that in front of 99 people out of 100 people, 99 people would say, that's a perfect Scotch egg. But a nerd would have said, well, see, on the edge, it's fine. Perfection is something to strive for. Right. But then all these pricks were like way in me like, oh, yuck. So <laughs> like, if, if you think an egg yolk that's a little maybe turning on the edge is... Is a is yuck, then you have high standards, and I will take my hat off to you. Do you even like eggs? And then my friend Will just weighed in with tough crowd, which I thought was a nice. Uh, yeah. Do I even like eggs? In certain guises. Although last night I tested just the cooking time, and actually I'd left the egg for twenty four hours in red wine. Oh yeah, you said you can do that. Was that any good? Nothing. It didn't taste at all. Weirdly. Did it die? Didn't colour it. It was very strange. Yeah. Thought it'd be cool if it if it tasted kind of red winey, given my. Uh, Scotch egg is merguez sausage, so lamb, sort of mutton and beef, spicy sausage. Thought a little red wine profile in there yeah, would be great. ideal, but no, no such luck. But I tasted the egg solo, and I actually felt physically sick. Really? Uh, a boiled egg on its own. Yeah. Oh, there's something about the like genuinely brought up a kind of <laughs> reaction in me. But a Scotch egg, I adore. Yeah. An omelette, sure. Eggs in various guises. Fine, but I'm not an egg lover. I'm sure we've discussed this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we have. But uh, some big, some big wheels competing tonight. Some big wheels. Callum Franklin, the uh, pie master of um, that man can pie anything. Open dining room. He could, yeah. You remember those jelly guys back in the day? He's the pie equivalent. Yeah, he could pie his own head. He could, and uh, good luck to him. That would be a cool thing to do. Like if you had like a table in your shop. Does he have a shop? Is this a restaurant? I think they've opened a pie shop now. But you could cut out a hole in the counter and pie your head and then somebody would pick up the pie to take it away with them. But then you could sort of burst out or eat out from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be, oh, oh it's Callum Franklin's head. 
Let's touch to his body. You're still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You All just right. pie your head. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how you could... Could you do that? It'd have to be more of a mask-helmet combo. Because you could no, bake it with your head in it, Yeah, you'd you? bake two sides and then uh, fix it together around your head with meat glue or similar. Or you could do a hollow a, a pie with no base. Your head would be the, the, the gala. <laughs> the gala. Is that what the, you know, gala pie yeah, with the egg in it? I know it's the egg, pie. the gala. There's one on my website, I think, from back in the day. Is there? I think so, yeah, when I was shilling for Clarence Court. Can you make a multiple gala? With multiple eggs? Yeah. It's the, the only the, way to the, make it. Really? Yeah, it's not gala if it's not got multiple eggs in it. Risky, though, isn't it? Unless those, unless those eggs are touching. Why? Well, because you could get a slice no which egg. had no egg. Eggless. Eggless. But you could get a slice with a really tiny, like the end, the pointy end of the egg. Yeah, well, you need to, as the slicer, you need to know, you know, what you're looking at egg-wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not confident for victory, but... Um, what do you actually have to do on the night? What's the play? Go in and fry 12 eggs and serve them. And the, the, the brief is a bit annoying because it says... Sauce, you can have sauces and garnish, uh, but only the egg. Uh, hang on, presentation is important, eh? But only the egg will be considered in the judging. So it's like, what? So the meat isn't considered. So, you, so does that mean if you make it look really pretty, then you get marks because presentation is important, but the sauces won't be considered? Or. This all got to be considered. No, the meat. The meat is considered, obviously. Oh, oh by, egg, when you're saying sc- egg, you're saying mm. scotch egg. Yeah. You're not just saying the egg within the scotch egg. The gala. Yeah, so I had this conversation with Osh on Friday night, and he said, you don't need a sauce. The egg yolk is the sauce, which I kind of buy, but at the same time, I want dips and mustard, please. I yeah. want to dip some mustard, please. Yeah, I mean, just how nice is egg yolk as a sauce? It's like, oh, it gives you richness. It doesn't give you much else. But how much eggy do you richness. like eggs? I like eggy richness. Much as the next guy. Oh, girl. Or gal. I don't think... No, is this sexist? I wonder if what the split is, men and women liking eggs. Boss, I reckon 50-50 down the middle. Do you reckon? Yeah. Everyone likes an egg. Or some people don't. Eggs seem more male to me. Nah. I think so. Chicks dig eggs. (laughs) (laughs) They come out of eggs. We all do. (laughs) Don't we? (laughs) Yeah, we do. I was was genuinely... You thought, what? We were, you thought we were hatched? No, come from <laughs> eggs. <laughs> we do, you prick. I don't mean out I of a shell. You were like, <laughs> out of shit. Like, thinking humans. <laughs> no, came from eggs. Yeah, it's a good Family Guy episode when Peter sees a dog um, whelping, is the technical term. What, dogs giving, giving birth? birth? He says, uh, oh, that's interesting. I thought. Uh, See, I was that dogs laid eggs, and I learned something today. Huh. It's when his father-in-law fucks a dog. Really? It's that episode. It's gross. But, um, you know, if it was consensual. Oh, why is that word you said the other day, and then Stuart Lee said it? Weft. Ah, uh, weft. Did yeah. I say weft? You said weft, yeah, and no. then he did a couple of days later. I didn't say weft. You said an absolute weft. Oh, did I? Yeah. I to someone. Yeah, it's a good word. It's a good insult. Is that the weft of the carpet, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was Stuart Lee like then? Stuart Lee was very funny, very clever. Uh, you know, recycled a bit of material that he used last time oh, when he was there, but, you know, of course he would. Uh, but, yeah, very intelligent, funny, meta. Mm-hmm. Sort of meta on top of meta. 
Isn't that what meta sort of means? Yeah, I guess so. But it was sort of uber meta. It was uber meta. It was a lot of meta ness, but it was um, it was heavy meta. Yeah, it was good. Enjoyed it. Strange bunch of people. This guy behind me laughing way too Mm. fucking hard. It was like, oh, I get this. So yeah. It's like the equivalent of nodding to um, David Foster Wallace. Yeah, but loudly, absolutely. With so, your laugh. so this guy, honestly, and it would be a classic thing for me to complain about somebody laughing at a comedy show. It would. But this guy, Abby, agreed with me that he was laughing way too often and way too loud. It actually physically hurt your ears. It was, you know, you're in a theatre quite close. Of course, it was a bloke doing that as well. And it was a bloke, yeah. And the thing that was really annoying, as well as, the, you know, the volume and how often it was, was... He was so sort of join the dots obvious. So in the second half, Stuart Lee did this very, very funny bit about, um, what did he call it, uh, S&M fetish sex. And it went on for about 20 minutes and it was just, it was the funniest bit. It was really, really, really funny. Really, 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 really. <laughs> I really laughed and I thought about it the next day and I laughed again. Um, but it was very funny. But this was the one bit in the whole show that this guy wasn't laughing about. Mm, right. I think he was on a first date. I got the impression, looking at the man with his sort of shortcut woolly jumper, that he maybe hadn't experienced Sex. the touch of another. Right. Touch of himself, no doubt. All too All too regularly, but perhaps the touch of another he had yet to experience so the whole sex thing wasn't really in his wheelhouse so he wasn't like he didn't laugh once and that was the bit where everyone in the audience pretty much was crying with laughter it was the most sort of maybe the easiest bit but it was just really really funny maybe he was just uh you know evangelical no could well he could well be that person for sure Um, um, yeah and why not? Good but anyway, so he didn't laugh at any of that. And then there was a bit later where Stuart Lee was talking about jazz and folk on a dating thing. You could tick a box right. what music you like. And there was all different ones. Heavy metal, disco, R&B, rap. And then there was jazz stroke folk. And he was like, why would you put those two things together? They're polar opposites or whatever. He said, well, I know what that's like because I used to be in a comedy duo with Richard Herring. He was making a joke about their relationship or whatever. The guy behind found that to be, which wasn't even a funny line, particularly he was just pointing it out, which was kind of funny for people who know that. But this guy wanted everyone to know that he knew Stuart Lee back in the day when he was with Richard Herring. So he laughed louder than he had laughed in the entire show and then followed up the laugh with this weird little sort of hiccuping little... And was it Richard Herring? And Abby just cracked up laughing at this dude. So then she looked like she was as much of a virgin nerd as he was. So then I wanted to laugh at her for being a virgin nerd. No, oh. I'm laughing at virgins. You want to be a virgin for your boots? It's dangerous out there. There's a lot of things can go wrong. So it's better to keep it safe, as we've discussed. Did Herring and Lee fall out? I don't know. I don't think so. I think there was a bit of... They're quite different personality-wise. Richard Herring talks about it all the time. And makes yeah. reference to the fact that he talks about it all the time and Stuart Lee doesn't usually mention him. Much like, I suppose, Adam Buxton, similarly. What, talking about Joe all the time? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. He, he When he's talking to other people, he talks about, you know, what it was like to then right. not be as part of a pair and think that the other ones become more successful. Like what will happen when we go our separate ways. Yeah. But deal, uh, I was listening to, David, for those who don't know, uh, on a podcast, and he was... <clears throat> sorry. 
other podcasts, other other podcasts, <laughs> other po- and he was um, talking a lot about his first collaborator, Robert Newman, who I yeah. never heard of. Really? Never heard. Oh, of no, him. that would have been before your time. And yeah, they Mary White has experience. And yeah. They were doing stadiums and whatnot. Amazing. Yeah, they did Wembley Arena. Oh, very funny. And they had a massive falling out for Wembley Arena, so I yeah. agreed that that would be the last thing. But um, doesn't talk about Frank Skinner at all, and I didn't know if that was like a off. You know, I don't want to talk about Frank. I mean, they touch on him, but... Um, I mean, that's weird as well, because they say, let's talk about Frank. Yeah. Is that what they say? Let's be Frank. Is that what it is? Yeah, so it's not quite the same. It's <laughs> a turn of phrase. Can I be Frank? What is the one with, with the drugs? Oh, let's talk to Frank. Uh, yeah. Let's talk to so Frank. So he's not talking to Frank. Or about Frank. But you wonder if Frank Skinner, before you were like, well, he's doing pretty well, what the hell's Badil doing? Now it's like Frank Skinner's judging that uh, painting programme. Is he? That's quite a big is he deal. Is not doing Room 101? I don't know, is he? I think he does. But he was on some uh, radio, digital radio show called, like, Best of the 90s or whatever. Has a regular show oh. on a Saturday on that. And I was thinking... Well, the deal went very quiet for a long time. Yeah, what's he up to now? He's doing a show called My Family, Not the Sitcom, which I thought, that's a shit title, but it turns out in the back in the day he had a show called Fame, Not the Musical. Oh, uh, so OK. A, a callback. Um... And he, I feel like... Just sort of doubling down on the ability to come up with a, his own title. Yeah. He's, a, he's a, Anyway, he's a very engaging and bright man. Badil? Yeah, very. Highly intelligent. Really? Yeah. Rob Newman was super, super, super intelligent. Well, part of their falling out was based on the fact that, because Rob Newman was kind of the pretty one and Badil's not so yeah. pretty, was that Newman always thought that people would assume... Badil was the brains yeah. because Newman was the the beauty and that bothered him. So they were Badil and Newman. He made them change to Newman and Badil, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So what happened to us, Sam? This is what will happen to us. I think I would be Newman. Be like, James is the beautiful one and the brains? No, what I would Sam be beautiful, do? but actually, but then Newman wasn't as successful as Badil, so that doesn't seem likely either. So maybe we're different people from anyway, that. Badil was going to be an academic. And then he went into... He was studying for a PhD in literature and then um, decided to do the old stand-up. I don't know whether I like him very much. If if you're basing it purely on his restaurant columns, I can see why, but I, he, I enjoy listening to him, and I have in the past. He was on Radio 4 a while back, briefly, yeah. talking about Jane Austen. Absolutely wiped the floor with Giles Corrin, who was doing his whole I hate Jane Austen shtick, and uh, made him look like quite the fool. Hmm. You're rubbing your moustache in a sort of conspiratorial way. What do you think he was doing to me uh, <laughs> to get rid? So that people are, oh, it's sad that James and you went separate ways, but you, you've really pulled this business out of the mire. What's he doing now? He's doing the supper club again. It gets like three people a week. No, I reckon if you if you rebooted that, you wouldn't cook eggs. Do you even like eggs? I, I love eggs, Sam. I can't believe I have to tell you this again. What? Adore eggs in every guise. No, you don't. That's not true. Have you had a stroke, or is this a joke? What? That we're talking about eggs again. Can't decide. We were talking about Scotch eggs. But then you said, "Do you like eggs? Do you even like eggs?" We t- like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> I think all that whiskey's got into your tooth. It's going straight to your brain. That's um, what would kill you back in the day. Your teeth. Yeah. They start rotting and they rot your brain. I think we talked about that before. Game over. There's something we did talk about before. All right. Freak. Um, Supper club, eggs. Yeah, no, if you if you rebooted... I wouldn't reboot. You need to reboot with somebody else in the lead role. You're too old now. Uh, you reckon you need some young blood? Yeah, it's got to be like a kind of student-y thing. 
If it's like an if it's like an old man, they're still doing getting it. strong. Those subclubs, are they really? I believe so. But now that we know what we know, you know about the sort of stringencies. Is that a word? <laughs> it sounded really funny because you're saying now we know what we know. This is like now we know what we know. You know, we regret going to Mars because there's you know hideous viruses there yeah. or, or aliens with guns. No, I'm just like how do they get away with it? So like, how did the council not say? Yeah, all right, it's a quote-unquote voluntary donation, but you've got a lot of strangers in here who you're just cooking for. Where, where, you know, where are your temp sheets? I don't, I don't, think, that, I don't think that the council are on, like, Grub Club. Although, councillors, anyone councillors listening, you want to catch some people out, go there, you can find out where all these illegal <laughs> activities are going down. We had someone pop into Pigeon today from oh, yeah. Environmental Health, and we were like, ah, oh, He was the very sake. definition of a guy who would come round to rain on people's parades, Yeah, that dude. He would come out of his bed sit... Yeah. With last night's tissue still. I don't believe that he had felt the touch of another either. And then come straight to Pigeon and say, Are you cooking duck this week? Said, No, we don't. Well, we change the menu every week, but we've done duck quite recently. He knew that, didn't he? I think, did he? He didn't know that we'd done duck recently. He knew that we changed the menu. And because they're they're cracking down on duck cuisson. He said, uh, Yeah, so would you, you know, but would you usually serve it medium rare? I said, No, sir. Medium rare? No thanks. Medium, yes. And he said, what sort of temperature? And I plucked a figure out of thin air and it seemed to please him. Yeah. Whether it would please the chef, who knows? Yeah, I mean, he was just... It's ruining people's fun, really. Well, if you want to eat raw duck, I mean... <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Mate, you should go to that restaurant around the corner. They're it's based actually called raw duck. Yeah, their whole shtick is based on raw waterfowl. Um... Do you think he would see the funny side of that when he goes into raw duck, which inevitably he will have to? He didn't seem like he would see the no. funny side of much. Um, speaking of things that he are bad for you... He would not be impressed by people licking meat, so meat liquor would be off the table. Yeah. Um, Nobody. Who's impressed with that? Lardo, he'd be like, what is that? It's cured pig fat. Are you cooking it? No. Right, get out. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I just said the dude found him a bit weird. Not to be critical, you said this, which I agree with, which I think I've already probably slagged off somebody's appearance, which I would agree with you. I don't want to do that. But he he seemed so, not saying this is an insult, more as an observation, he looked like he'd come from the 1970s. Yeah. He really did. He was a Ken Loach. Yeah. Like he bought all his clothes in those shops that you only get in small towns, which you probably don't get anymore, which had the yellow paper, uh, see-through plastic in the windows, so that the clothes inside wouldn't fade. Do you ever see that? Or was that before no. your time? So it basically makes everything look crap and from the 70s, but the people would be like, well, yeah, because if the sun shines, then all our stuff's going to fade. So we put the yellow, clear... It didn't occur to me, just sell it. Yeah, because it Stock would, rotation. Yeah. But I thought that the School. other day on the bus, we went past... Um, there's a lock shop, isn't there, on the bus route into, into, into town from um, Hackney, from Pigeon. A lock shop? Yeah. We buy locks? Yeah, locks. Bike locks? No, locks, door locks. Oh, right, yeah. Signage, numbers. Hardware store. Yeah, a hardware store, and it had all the, the name, but of the of the brands as part of the signage. Yeah. And it, it's obviously, you know, been there a long time. Sure. But, like, what a miserable shop. To, and you see that the guy or girl, or identify however you want, mm-hmm. who runs that gaff, has obviously given up on doing the display. So he's basically sold some stuff from the window display and just hasn't bothered replacing it. Lazy. Yeah, lazy. But you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't be like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to nail up this little sign that says Woodland Cottage. 
or something. Because well, I could have missed if, out on a sale there. If somebody's going to come in and go, oh, can I get one of those woodland things? He's like, oh, I'm going to have to prize mm. it off the thing that I put it on. It looked pretty miserable, is what I'm saying. Anyway, this was a really cool hardware shop chat. I enjoyed it. Me too. How did we get on with this? Counselor, raw duck. 70s. Hmm. What did you do? Uh, do you want a beer? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I know you don't like this beer, but um, I was pissed. Um, when? Oh, I'm so fit at the moment, but like, I'm out of breath walking upstairs. Hmm. Go figure. Oh, it's my turn. I was drunk uh, after a five-hour session at the Guinea Grill on Friday. Old school pub boozing, Sam. I have not done that for years. What were you drinking? Just beers? Had some beers, then had a couple of glasses of pool. Then I think I might have had another beer. Uh, and a couple of gin and tonics. Yeah, that's booze. Yeah. You can't stay on one thing. If you're going to do a session for that, you can't just drink beers. Yeah, I think that was it. And Osh, if he ever listens to this, very gen- thank you, very generously shouted our bill, um, which was not intended. But So we had a, a nice time and probably left at half nine, so civilised, and I... You love, you love an early finish, oh, don't you, as well? Adore it. Um, ordered a pizza as I got on the underground... But uh, it, you don't get the minimum order if you just get one pizza. So I chucked in a load of these beers because that's what they've got. Yeah. So that's why we're drinking this. Not a great story, I'll grant you, but... Where do you get the pizza from? Uh, yard sale. What do you have? I had... Well, actually, I ordered two by accident, so... Well, I thought, it still didn't make the minimum order. No, I did. Oh. No, I did two. So the first one, it said it hasn't gone through, so I reordered. Oh. So actually, I doubled down. Annoying. And I got to the other end, and they'd been calling me all the time while I was on the tube. Said, yeah, just checking because you made two orders in quick succession for the same place. So, yeah, I only wanted one pizza. One was a margarita, like a margarita. Really? I do, yeah. Rubbish. I do. And the other one was a che- all che- like four cheese, but no tomato. Oh, I don't like that either. That's, yeah, that is an error. I um, think you ordered poorly two times. No, the margarita times. was great. Rubbish. I like margarita. Appalling. No. Boring. Good. Put something on it. Mm. Do something with it. And, and then I you know, casually ran a half marathon the following morning. As if it, in fact, was no thing. Mm. Delightful route. Delightful route. Where'd you run? Well, listening to a podcast featuring David Bidale, mentioned, and then Gary Lineker. Really? Yeah. What the fuck were you listening to? <laughs> the James O'Brien podcast, which is fine. He occasionally gets some good guests on. But Gary Lineker, not, not an interesting man. Nice man. Yeah. Um, thingy slagged him off, Stuart Lee. Right. Was like, oh, Gary Lineker. Amazing, isn't it? And he did some appalling impression saying, I'm Gary Lineker. I wake up every morning and tweet out some very popular left liberal leaning opinions and then spend the rest of my day eating crisps. <laughs> <laughs> is he, is he, yeah, because they talk about this a lot on the podcast. Is he very vocal? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. He never gets retweeted into my timeline. No. Uh, but no, that's his thing. Is he says sort of really obvious, not not edgy opinions, as right. you'd expect. He's Gary Lineker. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, say good things. Fair enough. But he's. Um, I will say he's actually a Nazi. Is that was that his joke? No, no. <laughs> that's quite <laughs> good. Who did I call a Nazi the other day? 
don't know. Oh, I know. I was with this guy the other day, and uh, he said, yeah, so I'm not drinking anymore. I've given up booze. So, and it turns out I don't have any juice downstairs. There's not a lot going on. Any juice downstairs? <laughs> You're not. Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, so, yeah, so I can't drink anymore, and I've stopped smoking, but the other night I smoked a load of crack. <laughs> Yeah. Is this a stranger? No. Someone you know smokes crack? Well, did the other night. Well, because he can't drink or smoke. Oh, so... Well, he's like, wants ah, to do right. something else. Uh, and then, yeah, then it's somehow... Some, then somebody called him a Nazi. For that, which didn't really seem like a Nazi move. Did the Nazi smoke crack? Pass. You know, sometimes it's all right to not know the answer to a question. You're that- supposed to know this stuff. Wasn't Hitler into? Yeah, they were. They were when they, did they ever take speed and coke and stuff? Yeah, probably. Good Let's times. Say, yeah. Was it good times? Speed's probably not great times, is it? No, we used to. I used to take speed. Did you? Yeah, it's gross. It, do you remember in Shoot and Match magazine they used to have one-page ads by you know the equivalent of Talk to Frank in those days, right? Showing you exactly what happened to your brain and your body when you took things like speed. Tell you right. what, as a ten-year-old, it made me not ever want to take speed. Really. Um, yeah, there was the... There was, was around the, the Leah Betts time. Right, oh, yeah, Leah Betts. Horrible. What an image. Haunting. <laughs> Obviously not funny. You man. are a horrific human being. <laughs> I think we cut that. It's no! <laughs> I think the place, like, it's, so, it's one of those classic church giggles, so awful, it was just like, yeah. you were looking at me like, you're going to laugh, and I, and I did. <laughs> I know, I stitched, you, I stitched you up. Um, but no, I'm not cutting it. Um, because it was funny, and everyone knows that you weren't laughing at the death yeah. of Leah Betts. <laughs> Seriously, what is wrong with you? You are you're a Nazi. You're a heartless Nazi. A heartsy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, speaking of heartsies, um, Sat Baines deleted that Instagram post. Did he? Shout out to Daniel Ward was the name of the contributor last week whose name we didn't have at our fingertips. Now he's um, had two shout outs. But... Yeah, we didn't say his name. So thank you, yeah. Daniel. Or Dan, if you prefer. Or Danny. Or do- um, yeah, he. so I went to look at it because I thought, actually, I wonder if people have weighed in below saying, I, I don't think it's very cool to yeah. call your staff cunts. Yeah. I think, in fact, it's distinctly uncool, let alone to boast about sacking people, Claude. But the post had gone. Uh, covering his chair. Unless it's a really old one, but I think it had gone. Um, so, hmm. Maybe they listened to the podcast and saw the error of their ways. Potentially. That I wouldn't want to go likely. that up against them publicly, but maybe we should. Maybe as the vanguard of new restaurants. I, I mean, the thing is, you don't really want to have a fight with anyone. But the thing is, if I saw him, if he came up to me, and he's like quite a big dude, mm. so I'd probably be mildly intimidated... But, you know, he doesn't know, you know, I've got some game going I'd on. I'd be really intimidated. Uh, but he'd go, what the fuck are you slagging me off? And I'd say, well, mate, you You're called, him, you called him a cunt. And, you know, we're sort of celebrating sacking someone, which I don't think is very cool. Yeah, and then he'd back down. Would he back down? He'd probably say, I'm going to tell all my mates that your restaurants yeah. are rubbish. <laughs> and I'll say, where's yours? <laughs> and he'll say, Nottingham. And you'll say... Oh, right. Yeah. We once played in Nottingham, and he'll say, where? And you'll say, the rescue rooms. Played there a few times. Good crowd. <laughs> Good crowd. <laughs> he'll say, I was there last week seeing 
a Maccabees tribute band and you'll say, oh, yeah, Felix. Yeah, yeah. oh, then, Orlando. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then uh, you'll say, oh, actually, I'm going up there in a couple of weeks I'll to say, oh, actually, see my friend. Actually, Sat, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you seem like a good dude. Do like, you come on the podcast? Do you want to come on the pod? Or like, come to the restaurant? Like, just, just, just hang out? Do you like Layton? the performance of Bane in any... Yeah, f- film. Was that weird for you when there was a character called that? Do you like Everton defender Layton Baines? You know, any relation? It's, you know, it's different spelling. He's got an E. Do you ever take my E? My mum gets annoyed when <laughs> my mum gets annoyed when I say sat. She says, "Say sitting." Yeah, exactly. You know, do you have that as well? Um, so how do we go to that? Sat beans inviting. Yeah, okay. I would like you because you're a fan of his to invite John T. Rhodes onto the podcast. John T. Rhodes, not the cricketer, the television presenter. Ah, who's the other one who nearly died? With television a similar presenter name. or cricketer? Television presenter, gardening and whatnot. John... John T. Rhodes. Who's the guy? Gardening guy. Alan Titchmarsh? No, the other one. John... Bigger guy. Monty Don. Monty Don. Did Monty Don, died? John T. Rhodes. Yeah, I think he had a heart thing. Mm. Fucking heartsy. Um, hi, love. Are you going to leave with us? Heavy breathing is not mine, but my five-month-old daughter's. Nora, thanks for joining. How are you? Oh, I thought she was going to burp then. Would have been great. She's quite smiley, isn't she? Yeah, she's adorable. No, well, don't. Let's not overly celebrate. Okay, she's, yeah, yeah, she's, she's fine. She's right. Um, John Tarod, because there's a new series of MasterChef coming out, so they've got some promos to do. They'll want to hit up the big podcast like ours. But who do we know who knows him? Don't we know someone who knows him? I think Rosie's done a few shoots with Lisa no. Faulkner. No, somebody else knows him better than that. Claudia? No. It's not a good chat. This is... All right, yeah, but we need to find out who's... OK, well, maybe somebody listening knows him, so they All can right. chip in. See if he wants to come on if here. If someone and... listening knows him, then... See if he wants to come on here and talk about Nazis and whatnot. And barbecues. Because you want to ask him if there's always a barbecue lit, Chez Louis. It's this beautiful sunlight in his house. It I'm is. sure of it. He's always got a tea towel over the shoulder, you know it. Uh, it's putting it on his head. And I was like, <laughs> what's he up to there? That is quite offensive. Um, I'm sure people are dying to hear about our dinner uh, as a threesome at the Smoking Goat. Oh, uh, yeah. On Valentine's. Yeah. Don't say as a threesome. It, we, we were a threesome. We say, didn't say have a threesome. Yeah, exactly. We say, like, oh, it was a three ball. As a three ball. A, a three top. Yeah. Top to tail. Coxless. Top to toe. Pair. Don't say, don't say cocks or threesome. And you were the rowing pair. Do you ever do a rowing pair? I don't know. Go uh, on. Uh, yeah, we went to Smoke and Goat. Uh, I found the larb peculiar that there was nothing to eat it in. It was just a pile of minced meat, which mm. maybe is the one. But as far as I can tell, reading Pop Pock and whatnot, you get something to like cabbage leaves or lettuce leaves or whatever yeah. to eat your larb with. Well, as I said, I think it's because it's so spicy that if you put that in a leaf and then just took a big mouthful, you might actually die there on the spot. Yeah, it wasn't that spicy though when it we wasn't. had it. They toned it, it down. Is, yeah, I would like to. Uh, ben might be there tonight, and I will ask him. Was it toned? Down? Actually, it's Ali Bora who's the head chef. Say, so, did you tone it down because it's Valentine's, or did you tone it down because enough people had said it's too spicy? Because for me, it was. Too, way too spicy, but it weirdly enjoyable in that sort of serotonin yeah. chilli way. 
but it was like a little nibble and then have a little mini heart attack yeah. come back five minutes later for a bit more yeah um, um, my wife very much enjoyed the drunken noodles yeah me too um, and the, that lardo fried rice is, is solid yeah. yeah that was nice although funny enough speaking to someone about that they said it's lush to us but probably like frying rice in lard is pretty standard practice out out in them parts yeah so probably for for someone who is used to eating that sort of food in its in you know natural habitat yeah uh would probably say yeah it's nice but i I mean i think it's fucking awesome yeah but i think if if you're used to eating that food anyway the idea of going to a restaurant that serves those dishes and then being told oh this is london's most ambitious new bar and restaurant i think they'd laugh in your face but you know for london yeah it is i guess yeah. Anyway, it, yeah. it wasn't the best showing I've had from them, but I still enjoyed it. It's a nice place. I did to enjoy it as well. We had a good time, didn't we? Yeah. Then we, we had just a like drinking drink. beers in there. Yeah, we drank beers, didn't we? Well, you moved on to wine, but I like staying on the beer. Yeah, I can't drink that many beers though. I mean, this will do me. It gets better actually as it goes along. What is it? Five Points Pale Ale. They've just bought that pub on the Five Points where they, you know, got their name from. Yeah, I, I saw can't that. Remember the name of it, but um. Do you know what is a beautiful pub, a beautifully appointed boozer, Nora? Is the vegan... Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember now. It's opposite the Adam and Eve. Uh, the Spread Eagle. Right. Just up on Haunted High Street. Rosie and I popped in there out of Phantom Thread to try and get some uh, some vegan tacos. So vegan Mexican, but they only do food Thursday to Sunday. Right. But what a beautifully done pub. Really? On my doorstep, never realised. Vegan tacos? Mm. Well, it's a vegan Mexican, but so presumably you can get a taco in there. Mm. I'll take it. Vegan, though. Why vegan? Has it got to be vegan? It doesn't have to be. There's, most places are not vegan. I yeah. think it's all right for some to be vegan. You yeah, don't but... have to go and eat in them. No, I know. Right? Wind that necking turtle, boy. Bit, bit sensitive about that, aren't you? Yeah, it just seems like a sort of... Uh... No, it doesn't. There's definitely... Like, I agree with you totally. It's just like, a oh, vegan Mexican. Like, seems like a weird thing. I know it's not weird. I just mean... I would say of all, vegan... of, of, of all the cuisines available to you... Mexican sort of works better Pretty than good, yeah, yeah. French. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. What are you putting in a taco, though? Blood beans. <laughs> yeah, just beans. Yeah, that's the cheese, thing I, I think cheese. that's what I had. But yeah, a load no, of herbs, onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And more beans. I think, like, uh, you know, Otolenghi shit is the best, mm. isn't mm. it? I suppose people say oh, curry yeah. and stuff, but I've never had sort of that. I've never had sort of interesting vegetarian Indian cuisine but everyone says you know if you go to India the food is largely vegetarian it's amazing well it depends where you are I believe oh does it All right. in the north was I being offended I, no. I, I didn't mean to be if I was oh yeah the, what in oh, Goa they eat fish and what what not yeah but, I mean you know I they... remember I've probably told this story on this podcast before and it's not my best I'm really selling it front loaded yeah but uh, I remember at Ballymaloo Cookery School the cookery school where I trained uh, where I honed my craft, um, cooking a Gujarati bean dish. It's huge. It's very simple. In fact, listeners, get out a notepad and a pen. Ready? Let's go. You fry chopped garlic, chilli, mustard seeds in a little bit of oil. Then you bung in some blanched green beans, toss it about with a little pinch of sugar. Simple, but delicious. And, you know, age 18, having grown up in Yorkshire, that was that sort of flavour profile was something I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. I remember saying, God, that, um, that, uh, those beans are the most delicious thing on earth. And the teacher just going, um, try, you right there? 
Uh, she didn't like the sound of them beans, dude. She, she just about to vomit. Are you gonna have a little, a little sick? Uh, you alright then? Okay. That's like Davy Jones' locker. That's what yeah. happens in the middle of the night. Well, yeah. He's like, try, try sauteed foie gras with a glass of chilled sauterne. And I thought at the time, you're a knob. That is knobby. That's correct. What do you do at, um, at Ballymaloo? Like, what's the first thing you cook? I think uh, bread, soup. I seem to remember soup playing a big role soup, in Soup, yeah. Because then you learn to chop, you learn to sweat the vegetables and your body. Um, yeah, you know, you learn to make your... Well, you do, like, basic stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Well, like omelettes and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, omelettes was one of the first, really? one of the sort of skill Because that's what everyone says, in it? Ah, oh, if you can cook an egg, it's like a two-test of the chef or whatever. Um, yeah. I think... I, I, I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm saying people say it. Like, yeah, Wiley no. Dufresne says it because he loves eggs. I think I think you tell a lot about someone who said to cook me an omelette. I do, I do actually. How they go about cooking, just watching. Their but but the thing is, and, I, and everyone says that you can tell a lot by somebody about how they cook an omelette. I don't know how to cook an omelette. I've never cooked an omelette in my life. So I think, but I think if you if you went up to meet with Wiley and said, "I want to, can I work in your kitchen for a month?" Yeah, and he said, "Cook me an omelette." You said, "I I don't know how to cook a fucking omelette. I can cook weird shit and cook this, this, this. Yeah. I don't have to cook an omelette." I don't and he'd say, "But would he say I'm my bell end?" No, I think they'll be like, "All right." As opposed to, I think what they're looking for. I, who knows what goes through Wiley Dufresne's head? But I think that that sort of person, if they're actually using their brain, what they're looking for is some dickhead who goes, "Yeah, easy." Yeah, yeah, and then a, makes complete yeah. hash of it. There, I read his recipe. You know, he's got dudes donuts and coffee now. This dudes donuts. Dudes. Dudes. Yeah, D U. Right. His dad's called Dewey. Dewey Dufresne. Dewey Dufresne. Awesome. Yeah, it's the coolest name ever. So they've got they've opened a. No, his dad's opening a sandwich shop, but I think they've worked together to do Dew's Donuts. I think there's probably a few bangs coming on because I think Nora's kicking the table a bit. I can only apologise on her behalf. That's right. She's a baby. Who's going to get angry well, with that? You'd have to be a Nazi to be angry with that face. But if you see a Nazi, they'll probably be angry because they're angry people and hateful. So watch out, Nora. Hate-filled. Yeah, hate-filled. Hateful. Hateful eight. Seen that? No, actually, I'd like to. Although Tarantino, he can yeah. fuck off. Um, anyway, so... Speaking of Nazis, come back to Nazis. Do's donuts, they do these amazing donuts. Yeah, very Wiley Dufresne, odd flavours, technique, but delicious. And uh, at breakfast, they do a breakfast sandwich, which is scrambled eggs. And so his technique for scrambled eggs, which is very unusual, but everybody says is absolutely killer. So you scramble them really quickly right. over quite high heat. Controversial. Uh, and then, as, then you take them off the heat and you whip in a bunch of cream cheese. And then you can do that two hours in advance, and then you would just heat it up, and you put then you put it in a sandwich, and you toast the sandwich on both sides in a pan in butter, and supposedly it's absolutely stellar. Um, but I mean, just, do you do you are you a scrambler of eggs? Yeah, but a slow, slow scramble. Yeah, slow, low and slow wins but the race. Know. I mean, well, do it doesn't you, win the race. You, you're going to lose. But do you even like eggs? <laughs> I love eggs. Really? I adore eggs. What's your favourite egg? Every guy's. What's your favourite egg? Just a simple boiled egg, cold, you eating cold. I don't think you like that. Love it. I like them. Have for lunch, two of them. She started eating food this week. Has she? Exciting, yeah. What's she eating? Eggs? Some porridge, some uh, banana, some avocado. Nice. Put down on her. Put down too much. Very proud of her. Why? Oh, for eating. Hmm? It's, not, it's not difficult, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry. Anyway, what, why do you frame? How do we get onto that? 
Oh yeah, cookie and omelet. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, then you wanted to you wanted to get on to Nazis. Oh no, I was just listening to other other podcasts. Uh, interview with Neil Neil Ferguson, the historian, who's uh, I'm sure people have got varied and probably on the left negative opinions about him. But he's just written a book called The Square and the Tower. It's where people get into, like, historians being like, oh, he's fucking out of order. Yeah, well, David like Starkey. His- historians, yeah. What's Starkey's vibe? Oh, he's a bellend. But, Is it? Um, <clears throat> Why, what's he saying? I don't know. Recently, I don't know, but he just has always seemed like such a sort of reactionary, sort of chippy, angry man. It's weird as well to react to history. It happened yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> Let it go. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, anyway, the Romans saying it's a massive category error calling Trump a fascist or a Nazi. He's not. He's a populist, and there's a big difference. And populists tend not to last very long. So he's actually quite, in a way, quite positive about Trump's presidency. Not, you know, he thinks the man is a disaster, mm. and there's a lot that about it that should be very worrying, such as the Russian meddling. But um, I, don't, I would recommend listening to it on the Sam Harris Waking Up podcast because he paints a picture of the alternative of what the, you know, you walk the dog the cat forward from Hillary winning and he says it would be an absolute shit show it, socially and politically it would have been way way worse if Hillary had won yeah why because the right wouldn't have accepted it they would have said it was a fix um, and the sort of you know the reason there was this populist revolt not just in the states and also here it's like you know nothing will change there's a uh, the, the elites and da, da, da. you know they control everything no matter what and he said that, you know, that had reached such, such sort of febrile pitch that had Hillary won, then the fallout would have been just horrific. And actually to endure two, four, even eight years of Trump, potentially probably not going to be disastrous. Whereas, I don't know, it's worth listening to. He's not saying it's all roses and um, we're, that, you know, we slash the Americans are out of the woods by any means, but it's like it would have been appalling had Hillary won. And yeah. probably would then not, you know... This at this point in by November, probably not going to be in that different position in terms of growth and jobs and all of the big things. Whether it was Hillary or Trump, probably not going to be much of a difference. But anyway, Quite I would nice. recommend a, a listen. There's a lot of stuff I really don't understand about the social chat they're going to. But Nora, you're um you're interrupting me quite a lot there. Do you wait 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 till you're yeah. All right, Sam, why don't you talk and you can mute my microphone. Ah, London, who art in Hackney, vodka be thy name. Thy booze distilled, thy contents unspilled, on earth as it is in East London. Give us this day our daily glass of vodka, and forgive us our occasional glances at other spirits, as we forgive those who say all vodka tastes the same. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil gin distillers. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever, our London. Why not pop into a magpie for an island and vodka cocktail at 50% off? Please drink responsibly. Amen. Hello. Hey, Tom. How was Dovies today? Good. 
What did you do with Dovey today? Mm, I played and played, but I didn't want to watch anyone today out my home. Ah, did you play football? No. No? Did you do running around? Mm, no. Did you splash in puddles? No. Did you kiss any girls? No. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, what did you have for lunch? Did you have some lunch? No, I had tea, though. You had some tea? Yeah. What did you have? No, no, no. No? We had yoghurt. Yoghurt? What was it after the yoghurt? Caterpillar cake. Caterpillar cake? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's what I have on my birthday. I have a caterpillar cake for my birthday every year. Papa comes back upstairs again. Yeah, he's coming. Do you want me to get you down? No, you do it? I just saw an advert on Instagram that um, for a... Uh, Beard apron? No. Nope. Have you seen that? No, what's that? I'm getting one of those. What is it? Hang on. Um, Go on. For pepperami? Yeah. And that pepperami is called classic beef, and it says it's high in protein. So they're getting on that whole protein bandwagon. Well, they've changed the name from pepperami to classic beef. It's still called a pepperami, oh, right. but it's a pepperami classic beef. Whereas before it was, you had pepperami and then you had a pepperami hot. <laughs> You a pepperami fan? Love a pepperami. Pepperami fire stick, no joke. Did you ever like cheese strings? No. No, less of a fan of that. Mm. Struggle with dairy bracket. sometimes. Would you? Yeah, same snack bracket, snack it. Pepperamis, I reckon if you if you if they weren't as narrow, sort of thin spindly as they are, then you could put them on a charcuterie plate and people would be like, wow, what's this? I reckon you could get away with it. What, thinly sliced, or just as, as is? Yeah, but it's just they're too thin, aren't they? If you thinly slice, they're always going to look like a they're pepperoni. Too, they're suspiciously straight. They're very greasy. They're not that greasy. I think if you sliced them on the angle... Yeah, on the bias. A bias cut. <laughs> Do you utilise a bias cut regularly? Always. I, I nearly wrote man. bias cut when I was writing out, out our Thing. steps today, yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I went with triangle or square. That's your two options. Square cut, triangle cut. Yeah. Square cut, of course, my favourite shot in cricket. What is a square cut in cricket? I mean, just, well, it's not going to be that good to describe, is it? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Well, you play it to a sh- If there's a short ball outside off stump, Sam. That's... But, you, you know, you might play a Talking cut. in code. There's this das boot. And that's why I said it was not going to be very good to explain. Um, speaking... Explaining cricket to a foreigner. Is that the joke? Uh Cricket, you've got to know a crumpet is to... Cricket, yeah, see? It's just the way that we link these things together. I went to the cinema, James, at the right. weekend in Bognor Regis mm. to the Picture Drome. Right. And I worked... I hadn't been there since 1993 when I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time, which wasn't a great film, and I loved the turtles. But so I was trying to explain to my kids what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were. Mm-hmm because obviously they had no concept. So Sunday morning, we were laid in bed. Uh, the kids came downstairs and I was I thought, oh, I'll look up the turtles on YouTube and show them. And they were absolutely baffled, but kind of quite intrigued by it. So I put on the big battle scene at the end when the turtles were getting beaten up by the shredder. Mm. 
And then Splinter turns up. Oof. And Splinter does him and throws him off the roof of the building. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, is Splinter good? Yeah, Splinter's the their buddy. Their Shredder is the buddy. Yeah. He's their, like, sensei. Splinter... He's a rat. Yeah. Splinter sort of sounds like a uh, villain's name. He could be, yeah. But he was actually... He was the pet rat of his master, Yoshi. And he would uh, he'd be in his cage, uh, mimicking his movements from my cage and learning the ancient art of ninjutsu. Uh, yeah. Good knowledge. Uh, I know mean, I just had a crush on April, and that's then, interesting to be on that. But then Orokosaki, I wonder if who that's... was his enemy, came in and they got in a fight. And uh, in the fight, Yoshi versus Orokosaki, mm-hmm. uh, Splinter's cage fell down and smashed. And Splinter saw that his master, Yoshi, was getting beaten up by Orokosaki. So as he said, I leapt at his face, biting and clawing. Uh, Fantastic. Which, so that's why Shredder has the scratch marks on his face. Anyway. So Karen Shredder is okay, yes, Shakishi. Is Orokosaki. Right. Uh, but now he's taken the name The Shredder. But anyway. Do you think so he you throws him off oh. the roof into the back of a garbage truck. And then Casey Jones flicks the switch and they crush this man alive. It's terrible. And so at that point, I was switching off YouTube. Yeah. And then you realise, God, you know, kids' movies back in the day. Yeah, but, you darker. know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit had some terrifying moments. He gets run over by a steam um, roller and steamroller. Yeah, but that's kind of cartoony. But there is the that's bit where the guy falls in that vat of acidy mm-hmm. stuff. That was pretty bleak. Mm. Um, if you did Mastermind, do you think your topic would be turtles? Um, You're very good at that. Yeah, you, or would it be Bob Dylan? It's quite broad, that, Bob Dylan. It would probably be Radiohead. Yeah. Right. I was thinking, you know, there's those guys, they had that podcast and they did 35 episodes about U2. Right. And it was called Are You Talking U2 To Me? And they've just started a new one about REM. <laughs> um, I like REM, but... But, but we, I was thinking, we, 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 if there was going to be a podcast, you could do a, a podcast just about Radiohead. Yeah. Which we would be good. But they don't, obviously they talk about, it's like this nonsense, just talk bollocks and then occasionally go, oh yeah, um, what do you think about... Um, talk show host why don't we do it we could do but we've already got a podcast yeah but we were going to do another podcast at one point about song lyrics i know but then do you really want to be recording two podcasts a week no i've got to edit two podcasts a week how many adverts we're gonna have to do (laughs) maybe we should yeah we could do yeah we just don't have that much time to do two we're time poor and cash poor uh soon you will know why we're time poor eh just carrot that fucker. Um, so, yeah, kids, shredder. Nice. Nice mm. little family moment there for the Hurleyhees. Did you but cook it, over the weekend? Um, did I cook over the weekend? That's the question you just asked me. Correct. I repeated it mm-hmm. to make sure that I understood it. No, Saturday I came back, had to take Milo to hospital. So we came back, yeah. had lab. Sunday we had chicken burgers as a family. Do you ever call them evening. CBs? We'll just stick with chicken burgers. Just chicken burgers. I mean, or chicken and breadcrumbs. Mm. Yeah, chicken schnitzel. and breadcrumbs. Schnitzel, yeah. We don't call it schnitzel. No, um, a bit German. Yeah, but enjoyed that. It was nice. Uh, had some chips with it. Made some Maggie Mayo as the accompaniment. And a salad with some endive in it. What's the other word for endive? Chicory. Chicory. I'd much rather call it chicory. Call it chicory. And right? I always call it endive, and I don't like, like the so word endive. Call me by your name. So that's what I did then. That's what I did then. Friday night, did I cook anything of note? Don't think I did. Oh, that's not true. James, I made Taiwanese beef soup. Oh, that does sound good. It was delicious. I feel for all the animals you're eating, but, you know, 
Yeah, three dots, yeah. But, but you're not eating them, so balance. That's true, balance. Everyone always says the world needs to be in balance. So you're eating less, so I'm eating more. Balance. Um, Gary. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Did you eat any meat over the weekend then? You oh, just yeah. don't eat that much meat now, do you? I really it's don't. quite good. I really don't. It's, I, pro- I genuinely probably cut by 75%. That's cool. Uh, and went to friends for lunch on Saturday, and they, there was no meat. Oh, what, they were doing it as well? Yeah. Or did you insist? No, no, no. Do you think they did it because they knew you were coming? No, they're as boringly have your cake and eat it flexitarian as I am. And we had a sort of vegetable brothy soup with cheese on toast and then cheese for afters. It was fantastic. Yeah, that doesn't seem right, though. It wasn't quite right, but it was fine. No, but like like as a thing, like if you, oh, I'm going to invite some people around... For, what was this yeah, for lunch this or dinner? Saturday lunch. I mean, oh, it was, Saturday it was lunch. Discussed. It was okay. like if this was Sunday lunch, we'd think you'd really half-ass it. Yeah, and yeah, a bit okay. Annoyed. Oh, Saturday lunch. Yeah, Saturday lunch is cash. It still just seems the thing, like though, if you have guests, like you give them, like you know, a haunch of venison or a <laughs> leg of chicken or a whole beef Wellington. <laughs> yeah, or a cow or head. Something. Yeah. Um, like it feels like weird. Like if you're giving people like a carrot, carrot, <laughs> carrot, carrot, tian or something, or some eggs. <laughs> yeah. Like, if somebody came around to your house and they're like, oh, what's, what's for lunch? And you're like, oh, you've got this plate of boiled eggs. <laughs> like, what is this, an Enid Blyton novel? Yeah, but be like, here, at the moment, it would be, you've got a plate of boiled eggs, but, hang on, round the eggs, there's some merguez sausage, and then I've deep-fried it. You then Yeah, but see, that's a dish. Like, that's mm. fine, but, I mean, it's just if you've given... You wouldn't be happy. I mean, how much do you even like eggs? A scotch egg is about 100 grams of meat. And you is think it? a scotch egg is a little pre-starter snack. But that is an almost main course size portion of meat you're talking there. You've got meat and egg. It's like steak and eggs. Protein. You know me. Like some protein. Yeah, I can't remember what we had on Saturday night, but uh, Sunday lunch, pizza again. Pizza? A lot of yeah, pizza. Too much pizza. Do you have another margarita? Um, no, I had one with sort of chilli, uh, courgette and chilli and very oh. out of season. It was fine. Crate Brewery. It's a nice place to sit. It was a lovely day on Sunday, as you know. Was but it? we did Do that. I know? No, I don't know. We uh, did that thing that occasionally you do as a Londoner, which is we never go anywhere. You know, we're in this amazing city, in this amazing city, and we always do the same thing every fucking weekend. Let's change change it up. Right. So we went to Walthamstow to see what was cooking in Walthamstow. Right. The answer was very little. <laughs> and that is, I swear, I don't know if it's a state. I'm, I'm sure it's lovely, and you know, no, no aspersions cast on Walthamstow. But I swear it's um, a combination of estate agents, PR, and people who've already moved there who feel lonely and want everyone else to move there. Like, yeah. oh, Walthamstow's amazing. It's really happening. There's like this uh, wine pop-up. And then, and then it... the negative side is, oh, and then there's all this gentrification. That's terrible. Well, frankly, not enough gentrification. It took us 20 minutes to find a coffee shop. Literally. If not longer. Yeah, I think largely, isn't it, and and I don't know, and I don't live in London, so maybe I shouldn't comment. But the thing with that is like, oh yeah, got oh yeah, like two things, like super, like it's a lot of there's some cool shit going on. Two things is that basically there's one pub that doesn't suck and that probably does quite a good roast, and there's a quiz night where you know sort of middle class post students go and do a pub quiz. And don't get me wrong, I love a pub quiz. Rarely do them, but when I do, love them. Win. I mean, haven't done them for a long time. But we're going to do the it, coach one, won't we? Yeah. Is that what it is, though? It's basically like, yeah, there's one pub, and maybe there's an independent coffee shop. Other than I, that, I as know. fuck all. There'll be a florist I, I run know. by a young woman whose parents gave her the money to set it up. I mean, as opposed to like a family run. 
you sure? Yeah. I mean, not not commenting on gentrification or whatever, just to say that, like, in and of itself, Walthamstow was just like going to a slightly shit version of Hackney that had literally one place where you could get good coffee. But it's weird, isn't it? Like, because is, like is, is there is there yeah. quite a lot of stuff in Hackney? Like, you live in Hackney. Yeah. You 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 are. You have plenty of. I, I'm not. That, by the way, that was a, an actual question. That wasn't a me question to say something as a question where I'm actually slagging it off, going fuck off. I'm saying to you, <laughs> is there like, actual like Valentine's Night all over again? Oh god, yeah, you got out of control that day. Um, I think. Think. Uh, did I apologise? Yeah. So it's yeah. weird to come back swinging at me. All right. Having I've already apologised. Okay. Yeah, James was being very much a Nazi. And <laughs> I got quite angry. So I'm maybe too angry, angry about white people eating Sri Lankan food. In it the wasn't. Park. My point got confused. I was drunk, but I apologised. It was my it bad, was. and I apologised. But you didn't actually even need to apologise. You weren't being out of line. You were just confused and drunk. <laughs> um, no, I mean obviously this is part of the thing as well. As you're always sort of semi possessive about where you live, but um, there, like I mean, and again, this let's just park the gentrification argument because that's not what but we're. Can talking you about. just park that argument? James? Well, I'm going to for okay. this for the purposes of just is is Hackney genuinely is there stuff to do? Yeah, like you, there are musea, plural museums. Is it? Is there probably? Oh yeah, museum of childhood. That's rubbish. I've been there. It's rubbish. It's all right. It's it kills rubbish. an hour. It's pretty rubbish. It can kill it, but what, what you would go there? Have you been there multiple times? Twice. Oh god, really? Um... Just because, like, as you've got kids, you just yeah, need yeah, somewhere too. for them to run around and you kill an hour. Yeah. Weekends suck. I know, awful. Um, and, and I'm an awful human being as well. My thing of, like, oh, what are we doing at the weekend? Oh, I'm sitting on the sofa with the kids for a while. They play computer games. I fall asleep. That seems like time well spent. Because I think, like, when my kids are older, they'll look back and go, wasn't it brilliant when, like, Dad fell asleep on my shoulder and dribbled on me? That was awesome. Whoever thinks that's brilliant. Well, if I look back, if my dad was super affectionate and just fell asleep on me, I'd be like, that was awesome. Like, I don't think my dad's ever touched me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like that. I know that he hasn't. <laughs> All right, I stitched you up. Now I'm getting nervous. I'm going red like I'm covering something up, which I'm not, to my knowledge, I don't know. Absolutely not. Let's not cast. I'm crying. Let's dig. Um, Could have accessed that. But that museum's not the one, though, is there? No, I mean, uh, there's the... There's, I mean, I'm not going to say a list of things to do in, in uh, Hackney or anywhere. I don't, I don't really give a fuck. But, yeah, plenty to do around here. Plenty to do in Walthamstow, I'm sure, if you're into marshes. Rodney or other marshes. Do you go to the? Do you go to Hackney marshes? No, we go to Victoria Park. We go to Hackney marshes a bit. We go up the canal a bit. Yeah. Um... I wouldn't. I mean, this is this is where our argument last Wednesday began. That we're talking about winning Euro Millions. Oh, right, okay. And yeah. you were amazed oh, yeah. that I would still live. Oh, absolutely. Here. Yeah, I was amazed. And I would, hundred percent. Really? Yeah, because I really like living around here, and there's an easy get out on the A12. So it's oh, really what to get up north? Yeah. Oh, is that just get out of London. Right. Yeah, yeah, but you can't say it. it's got to be because you can get up north. Yeah, anyway, you live. Anyway, in, you can bit, live in Fulham. You get out on the A12. Sitting in the garret in E9, talking about. How wonderful Hackney is, because there are people who have a shit time in Hackney. But you know, mm. (laughs) 
Billy Graham died today. Pastor Billy Graham. Real piece of shit. Was he? Yeah. Um, I recommend to you... This is a, a segue, and then we can wrap it up if you want. Um, a segue to... Um, from what we were just talking about, because if you look up Billy Graham, Christopher Hitchens, on YouTube, there's a short clip with Hitchens talking about uh, Billy Graham in regards to anti-Semitism. Was he an anti-Semite? Billy Graham, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really know much about him. I know he's a preacher. I didn't know he was a bad... I don't know what his... And he says it's sort of... It's one of the clearest symptoms of a bad egg, to return to eggs. And he's saying there are certain sort of um, prejudices that aren't of that ilk. <laughs> and he says, I don't particularly like people from Yorkshire. Who says this? Billy Graham. H- Hitchens. Hitchens. Says, I don't particularly like people from Yorkshire. Um, and I'm sure I'd be a better person if I did like people from Yorkshire, but that's clearly not quite as egregious a sort of auto, auto prejudice as hating Jews. Anyway, I just thought, you know, even he didn't like people from Yorkshire. So you're not alone there, Sam. I, I wasn't even saying I didn't you, like people from you Yorkshire. Hate. What what is wrong with you? Don't you Jonathan Woodgate? He's probably not from. I don't care about Jonathan Woodgate. I don't like Jonathan Woodgate actually. Bollocks to him. He was a showy footballer. Then he was an absolute Darren Anderson style sick note. Wasted his talent. Went to Real Madrid. He did, didn't he? Yeah, amazing. He was a good player. Give him his due. And poor dude to suffer from injury. So I'll I'll withdraw that. And a but but not and but a racist. Was he a racist? He was involved in the whole Bowyer. Ah, uh, was he? Yeah, it was Bowyer Woodgate. Oh. oh, well, fuck him then. Yeah, piece and he, of shit. he went to Real Madrid and put an Alice band in. I was just trying in. to think of Lee's place. Which is weird, are... actually, because that's what Gareth Bale did. Did what? Went to Real Madrid and put an Alice band in. That's what you've got to do. It's in the. Do you even like eggs? I love them. I but adore what, them. What kind, though? All kinds. Boiled. You know, you can't just say that. You're always like, oh. You know, whenever we last talked about eggs, about you, never give, you never give a proper answer. Because they're all of them. Eggy bread. I love eggy bread. I love eggy bread. Eggy bread's the best. Pan Yeah, but not that. Just eggy bread. bread. French toast. It's my favourite thing when I was a kid. With jam on or sugar. Ooh, no. Savoury. Ketchup. Ah, That is depraved. That is absolutely delicious. Eggy bread with ketchup. Get it There's no sugar. (laughs) It's just egg in bread. Salt, pepper. Savoury... Revolting. Well, how is it revolting? With ketchup. Eggs and ketchup have always given me the creeps. What, always. a fried egg and ketchup? Uh, just about all right in certain contexts. But no, eggs and ketchup. Really? Do you know why? Do you want to hear the most privileged thing? If, if, you, <laughs> if, if this is the first time you listen to this podcast and you've decided I'm a racist Nazi who is the worst part, you know, represents the worst elements of gentrification, right. I've got... I'm, I'm going to sink the... You're going to place a bat in their hand? Yeah. Or, to swing at the piñata yeah. that is your head? Yeah. Uh, throw myself under the bus. Okay. The reason I hate eggs and ketchup mm-hmm. is because we had a nanny who used to make us scrambled eggs and they were so disgusting that the only way to th- wrestle them down was with ketchup. Really? And uh, so... Why? What was gross about them? She c- cooked them hot and fast and overcooked them, so... It and didn't, brought, didn't and then hang didn't out with Wiley, Wiley Dufresne. That was one of her many faults, was she didn't hang out with Wiley Dufresne. And then... Uh, was this so, the one that you lost your virginity to? One of. OK. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then did she so, lay an egg? So too hot, so it... it <laughs> <laughs> and I ate it with ketchup. <laughs> Circle of life. <laughs> Um, and the world just keeps on spinning. Yeah, if you cook eggs too hot and fast, then it brings out all the water. They're all watery and nubbly. Eesh. 
Watery? But if you cook them fast, aren't you cooking out all of the water? I'll show you downstairs. No, you're not. Don't show me downstairs. Do you even like eggs? I love eggs. But what kind of eggs do you like? Um... Honestly, no, no, because you don't. What is your favourite egg? Context. No, but not context. Just pick one. Don't be silly. Come on. What is your favourite egg? Buttery scrambled eggs. Buttery scrambled eggs. What? I don't think eggy bread counts as egg. No, no, no. That's more of a. All right. We'll we'll put that to one. Yeah. Okay. Fried, boiled, scrambled, poached. Those are the four. Well, kind of. What's the other ones? Eggistianity. Oh, okay. Oh, that Daniel Patterson one that seems gross, where you just crack scrambled eggs into. I want to try that because it water. looks very easy, and I'm amazed not everyone does. It just do. looks like it'll be soaking wet. It's like a floating omelette. Yeah, like a ill flottante. <laughs> <laughs> Egg flottante. Yeah, not into it. No. Uh, yeah, scrambles. Scrambled eggs. Gun to head. Final meal. You got to eat an egg. What's it going to be? Scrambles. Do you know what I would do? I'd request a boiled egg. Hard boiled, mm. and I put it in my mouth, whole, shell and all, shell and all, and then I spit it at somebody's head who was about to kill me, just so I had the last laugh. <laughs> I think they'd, because you wouldn't reach them, you can't get that much trajectory. Well, the guy strapping me in, strapping me into the chair, and I just turn around, rotate the neck like this, and then spit the hard boiled egg directly. So, at if you were going to get executed, it would be the <laughs> chair, would it? Well, you're in a chair, whether they're injecting you or zapping you. They're I want to get a shot. Firing squad. Can you request that? They still do it in a couple of states, don't they? They do firing squad. so. Could be wrong. Usually am. Why? Do, would you really? Uh, mm, injection, really. Do you reckon that you can't talk? Do they make you so you can't talk? You can't, like, yell stuff out? Don't like, know. you're going to hell! Don't know. <clears throat> don't know. Would you yell anything out? Probably I love eggs. But do you? Do you even like eggs? I hate eggs. Hate them? <laughs> Which egg do you hate the most? I have a song about Tom that goes, Tom, Tom, Tomlet, you're my little omelette. That's how much I love eggs. I equate my child with eggs. An omelette egg. When was the last time you ate an omelette? I ate loads in Sri Lanka. Did you? Multiple. Really? Yes. When are you having them? Breakfast? Breakfast. A breakfast omelette. What was in it? A bromlet. Um, a bromlet. Chilli. Chilli? Yeah, tomatoes. Tomato? Oh, no, not Sri Lankan omelette. Don't want tomato and omelette. You don't usually, but when you're there, the rules are different. That's a very kiddie omelette. Chopped tomato Mm. in it. Side of peas. No. Nonsense. Well, this was fun, was it? According to you, it was all boring. (laughs) That hair's got big, dude. It's stacked up. Do you even like eggs? Bye. Goodbye.